Previously on Once Upon a Time in Vegas. I don't understand what's going on. My hand's better and it shouldn't be. I growled at my friends. I don't know how to growl. I'm confused. I want to know what's happening, damn it. Hey, why don't I take you out tonight? No offense, Jeff, but I really don't feel like fucking tonight. <laughs> no. I mean, let's go on a date. We haven't had one of those. Let's go. I have a date. Really? That's great. With whom? Daniel Pierre. But I thought you already attempted a date and it was a total failure. I'm not counting that as a date. We hung around the office and passed each other printouts and staplers. You know what we talked about? Staples and paper cuts and how much of a bitch ginger is. Come in, Pierre. Why are you bothering me? It's after five, Ginger. I have a clock, Pierre. I've made dinner arrangements. I'm not interested. They're not with you. I need to go. What you need is irrelevant, Pierre. We've already been over this. I pay you well enough to hand over your body and soul with no arguments. Until five o'clock. No. You are mine whenever I say you are. Understand? Yes, Ginger. But... But? I'm hungry, and I'm not legally obligated to be here after five. <sighs> I don't have the time or the desire to deal with your petty arguments right now. So, I'll let you go. After you ask permission. What? You can't keep me here. Just for that, I want you to beg me, slave. Just let me go, please. Look, it thinks it's people. Isn't that cute? I have news for you, Pierre. You don't take a piss unless I tell you to. These little flashes of spine you've been displaying are no longer amusing. I suggest you correct that behavior before I get nasty. Before? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want that dirty little secret of yours getting out to everyone? Because I can guarantee you the fall from junior executive to lowly assistant will feel like nothing in comparison. Keep in mind that if this gets out... More people than just you will suffer. You really want to make that choice. I hate you. <laughs> I don't care. Get out of my sight. Entrez-vous. Danny! What happened? You look pissed. Are you using this? 
My paperweight? No, not at the Good. moment. <laughs> I was, however, using my desk. Eh, it's not really mine anyway. Rough day? It's nothing, Terry. It's just, you know, Ginger! Ah, I understand. And how is the soda slurping psychopath today? I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, don't worry. Soon, a house will fall on Ginger, and the world will be a better place. Who gets the ruby slippers? Uh, I'm not much for shoes. That's more Chloe's thing. I'm more of a... Hmm, I'm not sure, but I'm definitely not shoes. So, who should drive? Or do you want me to follow you? Uh, I really don't know where we should go. You can pick the place. But you're paying. Right, I'm treating you, so you can choose where you want to eat. Well... Okay, but you might regret saying that after you see what I order. Ginger pays me so well I'm not We'll take my car then. The green Saturn over there. One thing though. Yes? If you're going to continue to be so aggravated, I'm going to slip Valium in your food. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Be nervous or happy or chatty or whatever, but not pissy or sorry. I'm not. Hell, I'm the luckiest woman on the planet. Why is that? Why? I'm on a date with Daniel Pierre, the hottest ex-male model currently working in advertising and public relations. What's not to feel lucky about? Stop blushing. And that's not even the best part. What's the best part? The best part is you asked me first. What you need is comfort, and that means carbs. Lots of carbs which can mean only one thing. Italiano. Shit, shit, shit in a teaspoon! Just gonna be here any minute and my fucking hair won't dry. Lipstick. Burnt ruby or dusty rose. Oh, he is so not worth this. Fine, asshole, you get chapstick. Tessa, why the hell are you primping for him? No, talking out loud is bad enough. If I start answering myself, I really am crazy. Ugh, this is just what I don't need. Damn raccoons, get out of my trash cans! <sighs> I... I just growled. Oh shit, I really did growl at Terry and Chloe in the restaurant. How do you apologize for growling when you didn't even know you could? <sighs> okay, Mira, it's just you and me. Now, Tessa, growl. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. Jeff, what the fuck is on your hand? <laughs> it's a glove puppet. It's a big damn bee, is what it is. No, no, look, look. You put your hand in the glove part, and it makes the little legs move. See? Yeah? Here? Go on, look, look. 
I'm closing the door now. No, 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 no. Hey, I brought you something else. I got you some flowers. That's a potted plant. If you water it, then flowers are gonna pop out of the soil, and then you'll have violets, and then they will be actual flowers. I figured you could use a splash of color and life in this vast wasteland you call an apartment. Thoughtful. Weird, but thoughtful. <laughs> you are such a dork. Come on in. You look... cute, Jeff. Hey, likewise. <laughs> Who gives potted plants on a date? I'll, I'll just put these in the sink and the puppet over here. It'll come in handy the next time I have a puppet show or have to take something out of the oven. <gasps> what are you- I thought so. What? You changed the scent you wear. You smell delicious. I, uh, just used a different soap. For me? No. What? Well, I get to enjoy it too. Oh. Shall we go? Sure. Want me to drive? No, no. Let me. After you. You know you can't fool me with this whole gentleman act, Jeff. Frankly, my dear, I don't... Yeah, sorry. My cliché is acting up again. They have pills you can take for that now. Table for two, please. It'll be about a 30-minute wait. Okay, thanks. 30-minute wait? For this place? Snob. Look at all these people. Do you think they're here for the ambiance? They come here for the food. Trust me, once you taste the buffet, you'll understand. Now, scoot over so I can sit, too. <sighs> you know, working for Premier, I've come into the acquaintance of many restaurants. I've gone to places where you make reservations three months in advance for the actual date you want to eat on. You come by an hour early, and you still have to wait two hours for a table. Then you spend $500 on a meal that was probably prepared by third world children who get paid 50 cents a night. The portions are tiny, so you leave hungry, and you wonder why you took all that effort to go there anyway. <laughs> Ginger likes those kinds of places. Speaking of the she-beast, why are you not with her tonight, boy toy? She doesn't require me to be with her every night. Require? Wow, you must be good. Alright, my focus is rapidly dwindling. Why? I have a five minute problem. What? You got five minutes before all I'm going to be thinking about is you naked. <laughs> mm. Stop blushing. So hurry, tell me about your childhood and stuff. Alright, uh, okay, um, uh, I'm the youngest of four, all sisters. Uh, I never really saw my father. We were all raised by my mother and her friend. Friend? Uh-huh. Her girlfriend. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, every single one of them. Powerful, domineering feminists. No wonder you work for Ginger so well. Do me a favor. Let's not mention her name, okay? Right. We did that enough on our last date. Please, continue. I'm fascinated. Uh, okay. Um, I was discovered for modeling while I was in my senior year. Uh, the modeling gigs helped pay for college. So you didn't want to be a model? No, I wanted to be a business. Which is what you went to college for. So how'd you end up working for Premier? Well, they won the bidding war. You must have been pretty impressive to them to get hired as a junior exec right off the bat like that. 
I should have gone with Microsoft. I'm much better with computers. How'd you end up working for... She who must not be named. Well, she saw how useful I could be to her, and she orchestrated my demotion. How? How do you orchestrate a demotion? I... don't know. All I know is no one will ever offer to promote me again. They're all afraid of her, and so I'm stuck until the day I die. You make it sound like she owns your soul. Uh, I never did read the contract fully. <laughs> uh, I still have friends in the execs. Uh, that's why I'm her informant. If she wants to find something out, I go pal around with the big guys, play golf with them, laugh hysterically at their very, very bad jokes, and then let slip a few secrets, which I am then to report directly to her. I'm like her magic mirror. How appropriate. And in your spare time? What spare time? I guess I'm kind of like a pet. Harsh. What's the attraction? Uh, there isn't any. Then why would you sleep with her? It's not like I'm given much of a choice. I mean, uh, you look nice. Now wait, just a second. Terry, party of two. Okay, how much does she pay you? I'll put it to you this way. My rank went down, my salary went up. Damn, I don't have that much in my bucket. Here's your table. Your server will be with you in one moment. Thanks. Hmm. I know, Danny. I could pay you out of pocket. I could live off of ramen and tap water and take out a loan. I did it in college. I could do it again. <laughs> I, I don't think that would work. Well, it was a thought. Hi, I'm Dave. I'll be serving you tonight. Are you ready to order? I'll have the chicken parmigiana and Dr. Pepper, please. Danny, did you want some time to look over the menu? Oh, oh no, you said I should try the dinner buffet. Uh, I'll have that. Very good. You know what? Make that too. As you request. The plates are at the buffet. I'll return with your drinks. Okay, I have to ask you something. Alright. You do have your own wants and desires, right? I mean, you could have looked at the menu, you didn't have to go with what I said. What exactly does you-know-who do to you? Wait a minute. You completely acquiesce to everything Godzilla says, but here with me, you're very straightforward. I think I get it. You're a switch. Oh, what? A switch! Someone who likes to be both dominant and submissive. It's cool. No, 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 no way, no way. Yes, I'm not, you I'm are. Not. I know I'm not. R2, you're thinking about tying me up in bed right now, aren't you? Well, now I am. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You think this is sexy? Yes. I think it's sexy. Yeah, I said it. What? Nothing. It's just, that's that's not what I expected to hear. At least, not from you. Great, Danny. Now all I can think of is you, naked, strapped to a table. All my conversation for the evening is shot to hell. Thanks. <laughs> well, quick, uh, tell me about your childhood. I was naked and strapped to a table. You really can't think of anything else. Multitasking under these conditions is a bitch. <sighs> okay. I am the oldest of six kids. I have two brothers and three sisters. Our upbringing was not normal. How so? I grew up in a cult. <laughs> no, really. I was raised in a cult. Seriously? Yeah. An honest-to-God, white-robed, holy hosanna, praise Jesus, and pass a Kool-Aid cult. My mother and father had gotten into it on the ground floor when it was just a bunch of people studying the Bible in some guy's basement. Before they knew it, they were wrapped up in this whole twisted way of life thing. How was it? Great. If you were a man. They taught that women were put here for the sole purpose of service to men and breeding. Breeding, you know? They had a scared shitless about what a woman should be like so she could be pleasing to her husband. I was absolutely certain that the instant my stylist cut my hair for the first time, lightning would strike me dead. 
When I was nine, I had nightmares about Jesus coming back, pissed off beyond all belief, burning and killing everything and everyone who had ever made him angry in any way. <laughs> it's okay. I'm here. Thanks. Sorry. Kind of went off there. It's alright. How long were you trapped in that? I got out when I was in high school. Just after, they blamed the car accident that killed my dad on the fact that my mother had stopped coming to services. Bastards. Yeah. But even after I got out, you can probably imagine the hell of a time I had trying to pry my brain out of the ditch they put it in. After 16 years of believing that all a woman was good for is popping out kids, I was a 25-year-old virgin and I couldn't stop thinking I was worthless. How, how could you possibly think that? Imagine someone saying, you've been wearing color contacts your whole life without realizing it, and the world really isn't fuchsia. Yeah, it's kind of like that. What did you do? Or, or are you still... No! Like... God, no. Tessa helped me. <coughs> Tessa? Tessa Woodsman in personnel. She, she doesn't even really help the people who call her for help. And that's her job. Yeah. She's brusque. I was talking to her one day. And she said, your mission this weekend, Terry, is to go out and get laid. You can do it. Take one for the team. And I want you to call me the second you get done. And? I went out. I got laid. Did you call her right after? Hell no. I waited till the next morning. What did she say? She yelled at me for not calling her the second we were done. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Not, not the yelling, I mean the, the getting laid. Huh. Empowered. Nice. I'm happy for you. Happy? Yeah. You know, um, ha happy for, for you. Ha oh, really? Happy for me? Nice. I want to try something. Do you mind? Mine? No. What are you going to do? <laughs> your, your foot... Yes? It's in my lap. What do you think you're doing? Well, I took off my shoe and I put my foot in your lap and the point was to wiggle my toes against... Yeah, yeah, I get that part. You weren't going to ask permission? I did ask if I could try something. So now you're arguing with me. Ooh. Why, Mr. Pierce, sir, I do believe you have given me a case of the vapors. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'll get you Wait a minute. Where did Sexy Danny come from? I'm used to shy, adorable, sweet Danny. He's not here right now, but if you'd like to leave a message, I'll let him know the next time I switch over. <laughs> I could get used to this. Are you done eating? We just got here. Why? You're not the only one with a five-minute problem. To-go boxes? Read my mind. chapter of Once Upon a Time in Vegas. The fair maiden demands the truth from the slave of the mirror. Why do you let her do this? I don't have a choice. Every time she brings me to her place, it's like I lose control of my thoughts. I can't get away, I can't stop, and I can't quit. All I can think about is her and it doesn't end until she says it does. But revealing the answer is never as simple as it should be. Tell me 
why, how you can allow this. I can't. Not because I don't want to, but because I have more to think of than just myself. Meanwhile, the young girl begins to let down her guard. We're acting all coupley, like we're a couple. It's just a little odd for me. Are you complaining? No, I'm just not used to it. Not knowing that all the while, she was straying even farther from her path. And a seemingly harmless evening would take a turn she didn't expect. Do you smell something? Tessa, please don't go down there. <gasps> oh my god! It's... it's a dead body! And in another part of the kingdom, an unexpected alliance is formed. Took you long enough, Hector. Sorry to keep you waiting. New questions are raised on April 18th, 2008. Only at PendantAudio.com. Once Upon a Time in Vegas Chapter 8 Dinner and Dominance Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Terry Jeffrey Bridges as Danny Ara Pelodi as Ginger Renee Christine Jones as Tessa David Alt as Jeff April Smith as the Hostess and Kurt Arndt as the server. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Directed by Alicia Lane Matheson. Original music composed by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Created by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.